Hi, the latest question is from Scott, who's in Belfast. I have been practicing the Theravada tradition for just under a year since taking refuge in the Buddha, Dhamma, and Sangha. My question is, why do we, in the Theravada tradition, not recognize the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas from other traditions? Um, well, in the Theravada tradition, Theravada means the teaching of the elders. So we follow a fairly um, narrow set of teachings. The, it's the teachings that are considered by all schools to be the the the, the most um, authentic or most most original teachings of the the historical Buddha, and um, we follow those teachings to become enlightened. So it's not so much an issue of whether we accept Buddhas and Bodhisattvas. We're not really interested. Here we have what we understand to be a fully enlightened Buddha which simply means someone who's come to see the truth as it is. And we have his teachings in their pristine form. We don't really see the point of um, you know, going after or even seeming like inventing Buddhas and Bodhisattvas or even becoming a Buddha or a Bodhisattva ourselves. a Bodhisattva being someone who's trying to become a Buddha. As far as accepting Bodhisattvas, there certainly is an acceptance of bodhisatt the Bodhisattva ideal in, in the Theravada tradition. In fact, there's even an understanding that there's another Buddha going to come in this age, um, you know, probably not for a while, but somewhere in the distant future, there's another Buddha who's going to come down right now. He's in his last life uh, up in heaven, and he's going to come down from there to become a Buddha. Uh, and also... Anyone, in the, according to the Theravada tradition, anyone who makes a vow to become a, a Buddha is a Bodhisattva. That's the same in all traditions. The, um, the understanding is, in the Theravada anyway, <clears throat> that um, in, until you've had your vow verified by another Buddha, you're considered to be an Anyatta Bodhisattva, which means a Bodhisattva who is uncertain. So you've made this vow to become a Buddha, but who knows whether you're going to become a Buddha. You might forget about it in some future life and, and get off track. You might never become a Buddha. If you've had, the only way to be sure that you're going to become a Buddha, obviously, is to have someone who can see that far ahead and to understand that you are, you are set to become a Buddha and say to you, you're going to become a Buddha. And that's then called a Niyata Bodhisattva, which means someone who is sure to become a Buddha. Um, so the acceptance of bodhisattvas in the ter in the Theravada is um, is on two levels. So we accept anyone who makes the vow as a bodhisattva, but we don't we don't believe that they are sure to become a Buddha. Only someone who has been guaranteed as the historic Buddha supposedly was. The, the story goes that way back in in one of his past lives, he was an ascetic and he was verified by another Buddha. The Buddha said, this, this ascetic here is going to become a Buddha sometime in the future. And so from then on he was assured to become a Buddha. It was, it was sure because we had someone who could verify it. Um, as far as other Buddhas, it's just not really of interest to, to us. And Bodhisattvas also. I mean, if you want to become a Bodhisattva, if, you, if your ideal is to become a Buddha, which means someone who realizes the teachings for themselves, then that's fine. Um, the difference between someone who follows a Buddha and someone who um, becomes a Buddha themselves is, is, is like this. To become enlightened, you have to let go of everything. This is true for a Buddha, an a fully enlightened Buddha. It's, it's also true for an Anubuddha, someone who becomes enlightened by following after, by following the teachings. 
But to become a Buddha, you not only have to let go of everything, you also have to know everything. You have to come to understand everything. So that's quite a um, um, a more difficult task. It's um, something that takes a lot more time and a lot more effort, obviously. And it's not necessary to let go of everything. You don't need to know everything. You simply have to come to understand that no matter what could arise has to cease and there's nothing in the universe worth clinging. So you understand everything to the extent that's necessary to become enlightened. Okay, so I hope that helps and uh, thanks for the question.